0: Are we alone? Universe. Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? shrink. A detailed backstory for your first-level halfling wizard. Even how many muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right and he's Rob. Hey and welcome to this show again. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've stumbled across. <laughs> you have fallen deep into the cesspool of the internet and found this fucking show. Congratulations. Drunken super. Uh, and welcome back. Uh, so uh, we like to start every single episode with uh, contritions, uh, apologies, omissions. Uh, last week, uh, last episode, we had Doug Balsas on and we talked. Yeah, so we should just apologize to, to Doug. Doug for, right. Yes. Yeah. For having did, him, him on. We're
1: so sorry we had you on. Did
0: Doug make any mistakes? I remember him calling me out like immediately in the episode for a mistake. Yeah, he I did. did oh, so. yeah.
1: But he, I think he just sat there with Google open the entire yeah, time. And yeah. Was like, nope, money's wrong there. Nope. You're wrong. There. I
0: think that's, well, I think that's how he watch it. He listens to the show every single time. <laughs> well, uh, again, thanks Doug for, for being a part of it. And, uh, in one he, hand,
1: he has a rotten tomato. The other one's yeah. a certified fresh.
0: Uh, honestly, uh, if you of our lovely listeners, uh, you could write us at right and Rob at gmail.com. I think that's right. Uh, here, hold on. me like, like. yes, right and rob two b's on rob at gmail.com. You can email us if you have a specific topic that you're passionate about. Yes. Uh, you can be a guest on this podcast and we will argue with you <laughs> or <laughs> defer to you. Uh, depends, yes. you know, on how scary you are, uh, in your knowledge. Uh, but there you go. Uh, so I don't think we have any um, big ones, I, I don't think we touched.
1: Half no, really of didn't. the
0: professional wrestlers that are out there in the world. Um,
1: oh, we scra- We barely scratched right. the surface. But
0: I think we we hit some
1: of the important ones, I believe.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, so let's get on to this week's. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the introductions. My name is Monty Ike, and this is the salacious crumb to my Max <laughs> Rebo, the Willow Hood, a.k.a. Ice Cream Man, to my Akima, a.k.a. B Arthur, uh, I have no
1: fucking idea
0: what you're talking about. The Lobot to my Porkins. It's a that's... fat and a bald joke there, folks. This is my best friend, uh, Rob Bloom. Yeah, Willow nice. Hood. It's the uh, it's the guy in Empire that's carrying the ice cream uh, maker. The African-American uh, dude on uh, Cloud City who's just carrying no an ice cream machine. Thing. He's got a name, and it's Willow Hood. Uh, and uh, Akima it. is B. Arthur's character's name in the Star Wars Christmas special. We-
1: we need to do an entire episode of obscure background characters and not just Star Wars, but I think Star Wars yeah. would be All of it? Like prime the, real estate. Story. The
0: couple that has a whole relationship in the background of community. The, yes, the background yes, players that yes, are going to start. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, so what are we talking about today, Robert? Uh,
1: we are talking about possible uh, spin-offs and plot ideas and things that we want upcoming from Star Wars.
0: Right, because uh, Mandalorian 2, Season 2 is coming out in... Uh, Finally
1: some good news in yeah. the world of entertainment. <laughs> <I> <laughs>
0: God. How did they get it done so fast? Uh, they That's coming out next... Oh, everyone's wearing a mask. That's how they did it so fast. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's coming out well, in they, October it, on Disney Plus, and we're excited yeah, about that.
1: And today they revealed at least one set photo, and it had um, Carl Weather's, I forget the actress's name, but she played um the, the former wrestler. I can't think I can't think of her name now. I'm telling totally The Resistance blank Fighter. Of- yes, yeah, I yeah. can't think of her name. Um she's on, and then obviously Mandalorian. Right. We did not see Baby Yoda or The, the Child is the child is call referred.
0: it baby yoda. All of our all of our cred goes completely away when you say baby yoda.
1: I think socially baby you call him baby yoda because baby I
0: call
1: the We love we love baby Look
0: Yoda. Look at you. yeah know, the listeners can't see that you've got a baby I
1: know but baby I've yoda got doll. it my my ex mother in law gave it to me and I love it.
0: And That's so sweet. That's it sweet. is. it was
1: <laughs> one of the coolest guests
0: i love it all right so uh here it is here's some uh how many do you have rob i have four
1: i can come up with
0: oh that's right we just described that you didn't fucking do anything for this episode whatsoever you're just rolling in there's a wish
1: list in my head there's (laughs) definitely a wish list in my head and i know
0: how to do this it's cool i don't need to prepare but
1: oh you talk star wars i'm pretty off the cuff so look at this look at this Mm -hmm. oh
0: whole my got my steno notebook my you, you want me steno to go you, you, no you no 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 i want to oh. go first i want to go first okay. here it is most Eisley. nice just nice it's just nice a it's, uh, it's just a uh maybe it's a, a cantina maybe it's uh maybe it's wings but at most Eisley, and it just revolves around the spaceport i don't know but it's uh just specifically on tatooine and specifically most elite uh the fact that it was called a den of like the you'll never find a what is it a den of villainous scum, scum of, in the in the uh, galaxy right yeah yeah so that to me sells it scum this and villainy, villainy. villainy. yeah That's that to crazy. me sells it right so it's uh it's it centers put the around pen
1: down doug put the pen, pen down. down yeah
0: uh i don't need to have that right uh, uh yeah because I got Caddyshack quotes? I don't know. Um, look, the the point is, I don't I don't know if it's like based on somebody in the cantina. Maybe it's based on like a fixer in Mos Eisley. So you make it
1: like, a, like an anthology?
0: Yes, it's just set in Mos Eisley. It's just a yeah. bunch of different cool ass fucking stories. And you
1: even have like your own version of a crypt keeper. You can have the bartender who's like. Yeah, these are Mos, Mos
0: Eisley's st- tales. And everything starts in the cantina and then it goes from there. Right, yeah, that'd, you establish that'd be great. it. Maybe you it's, have
1: your bounty hunter, bounty hunter
0: story. You how about have this? Your, it's always sunny in Mos Eisley. Done, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. done. I've just fucking sold it. Disney, check. You got to have like now. two really, two really
1: shitty robots,
0: right? You got to
1: have like a <laughs> bounty hunter that you know is out of his luck. Yeah um what else do you need oh, yeah.
0: that actually as a comedy fucking rules it writes I its think goddamn that self that right was now. gonna be
1: the first thing i said was like we need to have you know in the vein of i think and you'd know better than i but with star trek doing the below decks is that what the name yeah it
0: yeah is? it's called below decks it's uh it's i heard
1: it's a monster hit among
0: star star trek, trek fans. fans yes around star trek fans it's super funny uh i, I will say this it's it's got some legit things <laughs> it actually does a better job so this is funny remember how when the Orville came out everyone was like the Orville is surprisingly really good as a Star Trek show you know it was supposed to be funny but they're really hitting it out of the park as a comedy and one of the things I used to talk about the Orville not doing right was the switch in tone was too jarring and weird they would have a normal fucking Star Trek moment and then one of them would talk about how they were drunk as a throwaway gag and it was like just tone yeah. incongruitous and I liked Orville, especially as it went on, because they just stopped making the same stupid jokes all the time. Like, like, like they tone down their joking. Um, this is good, because uh, it, it doesn't try to, it doesn't fuck around with that tone as much. It is a, path- I mean, because it's, maybe it's because it's a cartoon, too. But, you know, it's a pathetic, uh, wannabe, you know, desperate to impress, and then it's a person who doesn't. It's like a classic A classic pairing. It's like weird science, right? You've got the young one who's just desperate to get ahead, desperate to be noticed, desperate to succeed, and then you've got one that's seen some shit and doesn't care. And it actually does a fairly good job of being a military comedy. Um, so I think yeah, below decks is pretty good. It's still not the greatest comedy in the world. It's still not like the no, funniest I, thing in the world, but it is good for what it does. And I, was,
1: I, I heard it really, really connects with like because I listen to a podcast and it's full of Star Trek fans and they're like, you know, we really like they're they're kind yeah. of like they're tempered in their yeah. response but they definitely like they, they like it and they go out of their it way to see
0: pokes it pokes right at the right places like for instance there was a joke in the last episode I saw where they were making fun of the, they they were talking about the Enterprise and they, t- they specifically talked about an episode of Enterprise right they like you know the uh, next generation they specifically t- talked about the plot as though did you hear about the Enterprise it was you know blah 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 and then one of them goes oh my god Share some of the strange new worlds for the rest of us. It's like they're a new <laughs> thing every week with those guys, which is hilarious. It's poking fun at the genre of it being an episodic mm. thing. Good. So I here's the other thing, too. If you've ever, if you, if, if for those of you who have, I was lucky enough last year. I went and saw um Star Wars Land at Disneyland and we went into the cantina, which is odd. It's a very expensive bar that your children hang out in, and you get a you get a, you have to make a reservation to stand at a bar with your children to have weird <laughs> drinks. Totally Better, fun.
1: Probably super overpriced as well. Super
0: oh, fucking overpriced, but do also keep in mind I had a lightsaber at the point so I was totally fine. Um no, we waited a long time for everyone to stand around. My wife and kids were tired from walking all day and we're like, "Oh, we don't get a seat." And they were like, "Well, you can wait another hour and a half for a seat." And <laughs> they were like, like "No, that's we'll all right. Stand. We'll stand and we'll do our two drinks." Everyone had their drinks. But the thing is, what it really is is that it's like being on set, right? And it's very interesting and uh, all of the people in the bar, the workers, stay in character. They talk about your creds, how many creds it's going to be, and all this other stuff, and it's kind of a neat, fun thing. And really, having some sort of a show that maybe starts in that cantina, maybe Always Sunny and Mos Eisley is a funny bit, and I think it's great. But even if uh, the anthology just – Stories yeah. about Mos-, Mos Eisley. I think that's or maybe a, a once thing. in a
1: while they're funny or sometimes yeah. They're that's dramatic the great or thing or about being or right.
0: Whatever. That's the great thing about an anthology and about Star Wars. You could explore those genres, um just tied loosely in this world that's so richly mm-hmm. built. So there you go, Mos Eisley. That's my first one.
1: That's And, a good and, pick. Below,
0: I... and below decks, we we did yeah. a two for there for you folks. Yeah.
1: Mm. I am going to go with one that's kind of a predictable one, but I think based upon the character in the solo movie, I think seeing Lando brought to screen is a must. I think I would like to see, I don't, I don't know if I would want to see it before solo Lando or after solo Lando. Mm -hmm. I almost would lean towards after because he has appeared in rebels Mm -hmm. and he was already a scummy smuggler of sorts with a reputation that uh, they they mention a few times, and he's kind of you know already avoiding the the um, the Empire at this point. So I think you know what does Lando do to eventually get to Cloud City? Might be a fun you know yeah plot line to to follow, and if you really wanted to have fun with it. You guest starred Aldrich. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name, no, but who played Han Solo? Played yeah. Han Solo. Okay, yeah, and you bring him in every now and then, where they cross paths for. I one episode uh, I always so. felt
0: like the ending of Solo movie where he plays him for the Millennium Falcon <laughs> was too soon. I would we, have liked to had have seen. Discussion. Yeah, we, so I would have liked mean, to have seen that that play out did, longer.
1: I don't think we've had it on on the podcast. I'm pretty on sure the we podcast. did. podcast. I'm pretty sure we might have. I think we did because I think like we've had the discussion that that should have been at least two yeah, movies, right? But well, but you know, Han, it, Han should not have gotten the Falcon at the. I I wanted more of a friendship because that didn't feel like a friendship I wanted actually,
0: like a, I wanted more of a tension. Yeah, I wanted more yeah, of that. They were
1: partners on a heist. Yes, they were and I wanted friends.
0: to see more, more of that tension happen. Um. So my I, I I'm gonna jump in here because mine is actually generic but similar. Smuggler. Okay. I have smugglers during the Empire. I would specifically yeah. like to see almost Firefly in Star Wars. And, and, let's and be you honest, could have Firefly we was could combine the two yeah, and it's have just
1: like Lando's crew.
0: Yeah. Um, but I would like to see a a, a, a amoral shiftless band on a boat uh, on a ship, a boat on a ship like surviving during the Empire. You know, that are, are, you know, and I, Fire, I, Firefly I say Firefly, yes, yeah. exactly. And I I honestly think Firefly always scratched the itch that was left with the idea of Han Solo. Han Solo in the first movie as a shady gray operative that's not necessarily on the side of light and not necessarily on the side of darkness. His his moral ambiguity. And when he reappears uh, in, uh, in um, Empire. No, no. Uh, in um, the first one was right. Jesus Christ. No. Oh, um, yeah. oh. You know how when you Harrison. first. Yeah. When you first meet Han Solo again in the sequels. Force he's, Awakens. Yeah, in Force Awakens. Gotcha. He's back to living that shady life of mm-hmm. being broke and constantly on the run and he constantly. doesn't have Leia anymore. Yeah. So. He doesn't. But I, I, I just think mm. we don't. So for me, and I'll be honest with you, I wasn't I wasn't working on the same. I wasn't working on the storyline. So for me, I'm I'm looking more general. I'm like, let's let's just to do a thing about smugglers, and there are so mm-hmm. many video game, you know, oh yeah, and all that Wing other stuff. Commanders. That well, no, the, I mean like in in, no, in no. the Star Wars universe, there's plenty of smuggler characters. And that I agree, but I'm saying
1: up. like uh, the game that we played on Wing Commander, we were smuggling, yeah privateer The things like that yes and are it's
0: fun as heck
1: so yeah. to incorporate something like what you did with what they did with privateer would be
0: right it's just you're yeah and, and it's really honestly also what firefly is all about it's just these guys who are making a living they have a ship great but they need to do jobs in order to keep that ship running they need to do jobs mm-hmm. in order to they're on the gig economy and it would just be fun to watch them be sort of um, skirting the line of not being terrible, but not being great, you know? I mean, yeah, F- Firefly in Star Wars is basically probably the best way of describing it, but I think, and I, I think Lando would be great in there, you mm-hmm. know? Cause I mean, oh, yeah. I, I also think to me personally, the Lando goes so good, so fast with barely any screen time. You know, I mean, he's he's introduced as a traitor. And then the next time we see him in the next movie, he's on the side of truth, justice, and everyone's like, go Lando. And, it, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen more of that, too, of uh, is it just supposed to be everyone who meets up with Leia suddenly becomes a team player? Maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what it is. But um, I, I yeah, I, I agree. I just like to see more of the sort of the gray area. I think the best part of uh of star wars is it it dabbles in its gray a lot so there you go that's that's my next uh that's my one that comes along with yours um okay. so should i go next or should you i don't know
1: um i want to go next but i want to get the character's name right before i go and throw this out okay Well, it's, what uh, i would, willow
0: hood also called yes. ice cream man
1: what i would like to see is the character who kind of at least in the video game. I'm not seeing him in the, the novelization novelization of it. Yeah. But I want to say his name was Dar Rengar, something like that. Dar Rengar. I'm looking up. It's from the book, more importantly from the actual video game, Shadows of the Empire. It takes place between Empire and Return of the Jedi. And it's kind of about... Trying to figure out where Han Solo goes and trying to stop him. And oh, right. Some of yeah. The gang yeah. Had, um, and he is force sensitive. Um, I think, had he been born, had the, this character been born in the uh, New Republic or the Old Republic, he would have been deemed uh, a Jedi. But he's not, you know, he's got nobody raising him. He wasn't one of the important ones yeah. like Luke. It's so. Dash
0: Render, by the way.
1: I I was in the
0: thank you. Yes.
1: But um and he, he flew a ship that was very similar to and I I do believe it appeared later in some other things, but um uh it looked like the Millennium Falcon sort of.
0: Yeah, it was another Carillion ship and it had yeah it had definite um it had def- definite uh 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 like similar things to it, you know what I mean? yeah
1: i i just think that it would be fun to maybe bring to life some of the books uh i think i remember reading um george lucas saying something along the lines of this was the only thing that he didn't create that he wished he would have made
0: something along those lines about shadows of the empire yeah yeah because yeah shadows of the empire had uh really like uh, a really good plot line. And it really did kind of, it, it did a nice, okay. You know how in, in, uh, in back to the future three, they do a really good job of showing uh, all these things happening in the background that you didn't notice yes, of, yes. of, of, of episode. That's uh, actually episode two showing God, Doug. I got I it. I you. got it. Episode three was or, or Back to the future yeah. three was in in the old West. Back to the Future 2 shows all these things happening in the background <laughs> of, uh, of Back to the Future 1, the main plot you've already seen, and they wove in all that stuff really great. And Shadows of the Empire does a really good job of weaving in this stuff that basically says, oh, you didn't see this, but, but the shit this was, was happening. And yeah. I think, that's, I think that, that, that Star Wars is such a big, epic story. It's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, this shit was happening. You just didn't see did you think mm-hmm. this was the only thing going on? The Empire yeah. covers the galaxy. And yes, this has Darth Vader's eyes, but look at all these other things.
1: Um, mm.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I, I have something um, similar, kind of, but not. And that is, I would love to see something about an X-Wing squadron. Kind of similar. Mm. Here are a group of actual, like, X-Wing military fighter pilots doing things during... Uh, the rebellion that you just didn't see. They were in the background. You know what I mean? You know how, like, when Poe Dameron lands uh, on... Uh, <sighs> I can't remember any of their fucking names of these planets anymore. I'm, I am don't... Maybe I shouldn't have had which, all this. Which
1: movie? In, in Force Awakens.
0: Third. In For- Force Awakens. When he lands on um, the planet that uh, Ray is Jakku? on. Jakku? Jakku, that's right. And he meets, uh, you know, uh, the guy. So, but I mean... <laughs> But I mean, think about it. So the it's the, okay. the yeah. X-Wing, I, I see, do you remember Space Above and Beyond, that that movie yes. from the 90s, yeah. right? That was about movie? fighter pilots, or show, sorry, God. Okay. Now I'm just constantly afraid I'm going to get called out for all my mistakes. Space Above and Beyond was a great show. Fox had that one as well, and they canceled <laughs> it too early. But it was about fighter pilots who also did missions like special op missions on planet and all this other stuff. And so wouldn't that be cool to have a thing about not necessarily rogue squadron, but another one of these squadrons? Like imagine a small frigate with a captain and these like, you know, highly trained operatives that are X-wing pilots that go and they do espionage and they do search and destroy and they just do all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. X Wing, the video game, made you feel like that, right? Except you just flew. Oh yeah, X Wing. I mean, Rogue yeah. Squadron. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. But I'm not. I I'm not saying not necessarily Rogue Squadron. I don't want to see Wedge. I don't necessarily need that. I just mean uh, another fertile ground would be the idea of an elite group of rebellion military folks, and Rogue mm-hmm. Squadron gives you a good template. Maybe these are guys who are not necessarily military, but they're all good and they're all specialized. They all can fly X wings. And so some episodes are fucking dogfights. And then some episodes are infiltrating, uh, you know, uh, a, a base. Some episodes are bringing uh, another planet into the rebellion. Like it could be a whole slew of different things. But having that sort of thing where they're actively fighting a war. And they're this unit that that, you know, has some sort of leeway and they're special and they're doing things while Luke and Leah and Han and all that are all that jazz are taking the main focus of the empire. And these guys are doing all these crucial things on the back end. Right. Mm -hmm. They're doing the shit you never see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be good. Uh, And I think that is I I mean, I, I I I'm saying that one now because I think it pairs with dash rendar i agree doing I agree. things inside the storyline in the background set congruent to the movies but not necessarily featuring the main you know this is sort of the the uh the omega team to your alpha team that you're used to seeing right yeah so
1: i th- i think that's really where Star Wars could I I think that's where why Mandalorian is kind of successful, because it's not the Skywalker universe, even though it feels like it's kind of walking up against it. Mm -hmm. So far, we really have not seen none of these characters even know what the force is. Um,
0: yeah, well, this one is taking place during the time after,
1: after Return of
0: the Jedi, right? Yeah. It's post empire. The empire has fallen. You're looking at first but order. Not people. Gone. Yes. Well, that's um, just it. It's not even first order. What you're looking at is yes. the remnants and warlords of the empire. Yeah. You're, which is what and, I always kind of thought we would see a little bit more because. Yeah. Real world, I mean, at the very beginning of Star Wars, they explain the local governors would have control and the bureaucracy of the Senate would be no more. And mm-hmm. then you cut off the head of the Empire. And to me, that only says that means those local now warlords... Now you got a bunch of gang... Yeah. Yes, those local warlords suddenly don't have anyone on top of them. And what I mm. expect would really actually happen after the Empire, after the Emperor was killed, would bunch be... Of states. Yes, or, I would. I you mm-hmm. would see fleets of imperial navies attacking each other as these local governors try to seize control and and you might see the rebellion hold on to some of their worlds but they would be a faction inside of all of that and i don't think they they ever they never got into that that no
1: because there's also such a big gap between return of the jedi and um Force awakens. force awakens so who knows what that and i think that's why again this is why and, mandalorian seems successful to me because right. it is scratching this doesn't take place in the mainstream of star wars that we know it it's, does uh, like it's it's mentions like first of all obviously the the, the uh the empires fall but there was a couple episodes where they they actually get onto a uh uh what was the
0: the prison <sighs> ship yeah
1: the prison ship. Thing. Yeah, the new, the new and, yeah.
0: Yeah. I and, mean, and, and there's then, some semblance of things going on, but it's great. And I think that's also probably because they, when they came back for Force Awakens, they didn't want to. Like, I mean, they're making move. They're making popcorn movies, and Star Wars fans have had forty fucking years to to build in their mind this rich tapestry of what would actually happen. We're doing it right now. These warlords, blah blah blah. I mean, you take it. I literally took two lines of dialogue and extrapolated a rich uh, universe of intrigue out of it. Um, so that's what we did, and they basically said, "Ah, eh, fuck that shit. You know, let's let's just skip ahead." And let's just not talk about the intricacies because no one cared about the intricacies of the Republic's politic in the prequels. So we're not going to make mm-hmm. that mistake again. We're going to mm-hmm. have laser fights and uh, and. We're going to get to the good yeah. stuff
1: without the minutia of getting to the right, good stuff. Right,
0: right, right. And, and, and so oh. I, I agree with that. But I think with Disney+, Plus and The Mandalorian is showing, there's some fun just scratching on that. There's so much gray mm-hmm. and so much weird and so well, much lawlessness can... that you can make a Western out of it. It's,
1: and, and I don't even necessarily West. think you have to go forward. You can go backwards in time too, because I think, I think the potential with Obi-Wan is astronomically cool. I mean, just, and my next pick was going to actually be, I mean, it would, it build off the idea of doing an Obi-Wan. I think doing an Obi-Wan and having you and McGregor there sounds awesome. But how cool would it be if we had a Darth Vader like a Darth Vader show and you have it set on Mustafar you have him kind of like, like in his back to take thing that he's mm-hmm. that he's in and and you get Hayden Christensen back and
0: Ugh. okay go on I, <laughs> I, but you know it's like but like but, what like a Game of Thrones I mean are, what what what's the angle of the is it just the hunting down the rest of the Jedi is it an yeah, anti-hero but you
1: also but you play it the way you do like Iron Man where like you see inside his mask you see him you have him being conflicted you have him I fighting this and learning about maybe learning about Luke's out there or that there are other Jedi out there or that um Ahsoka's alive or well, there the, are so many the, the, the comic s- book has done a really good job yeah. of making what's basically kind of a soulless robot Exterior-wise, that he's just thinking, caring, still hurts over the loss of a Padme, kind of.
0: Yeah, I get all that. I think the comic book can do that. I don't know if I would watch a show where the main... Uh, protagonist is Space Hitler, but then again, Hannibal run for th- ran for three seasons. Lucifer you have other things around it, like
1: maybe maybe he's constantly like avoiding being assassinated. Maybe pulling the Emperor angle where he's. Yeah. No, I see. You know, I see. You I think there's stories to be built there. Built. There I mean, is plenty of stories, what you, you but what I'm saying you is, like Joker can't just be Joker. Although every time I say that, then I go, I have "The Joker movie won an Oscar." But
0: you, yeah, but <laughs> uh. <laughs> No, here's the thing. Here, Here's my thing. Yes, these are compelling stories, and yes, they're great. Maybe HBO could do it. I just don't know, honestly. If Disney Plus if could Disney do it dark. Because it's too dark, and Star Wars is for kids, bro. It's for kids. You're, you're not wrong. You I'm not, not wrong. wrong. I'm not wrong. No. These are great comic book stories. I don't know if that really translates to the screen. And and look, for you and me, sure, it fucking does, and and we might be. But then again, I think to myself, I don't know. Legit. Again, I don't know if I would tune Could, in me... to find out the minutia of Space Hitler being conflicted. Okay. Because he's still Space um, Hitler. Let,
1: let me throw in kind of – it's a devil's devil's advocate type of situation for this, but let's – the – uh Rogue One movie. Yeah. Is a pretty fucking dark movie if you look yeah. at it. Well, it's What's nihilistic,
0: yes. Mm. I
1: mean, and nobody survives. Nope. Spoilers. Nobody survives. It's there's even situations that are even worse than Han Solo shooting first. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when, I know. Uh, I know. And that character's getting a spin-off show. I can't yeah. think of his name, but he's yeah. getting a spin-off show. So it makes me like it, it, I yeah. I'm not saying you like you said if you you can't do a space Hitler. But if you have him be like the primary focus, but you have other characters soften that.
0: Yeah, I, I look, I get it. My mm-hmm. my my last one here uh, is uh, is pr- pretty basic, super basic. And yeah. that is uh, I'd like to see a, a show about a Padwan in the Old Republic. I'd, I'd like to just see a show. And you know you can say, "Oh, rebels!" Do you did you go
1: pre before
0: prequels? Yeah, or- no, I'm. Yeah, I'm talking about like full on. Yeah, I'm just a trying to get a thousand years before. Would be I, I would. I would have the Sith be a real problem. I would have the Sith be a real. You problem. You know,
1: they're over. working on. I don't know if it's a movie or a TV show, but they are working on something called like the High Republic. The, the High, High Republic. Republic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know,
0: but I. I think that's fertile ground. I think if you go backwards, there's plenty of ground oh, there's,
1: there. They're supposed to be doing a young Yoda there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just think it would be neat to see. I well, See, that's just the thing. I don't give two shits about a young Yoda. What I do give sh- two shits about is a Padawan that we've never met before. That's, that's got different sure. stories. Maybe it's a Padawan that um, that deals with that gray that we find in the current during that time. Maybe it's a... Okay, how about this? How about it's a Padawan who's master gets killed and he gets stranded somewhere, uh, on a, on a planet that, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's cut off or whatever that, that makes for good, that makes for good television. Um, maybe it's just simply this idea of, uh, a, uh, a, a Padawan that, co- that sort of wonders, Hey, are we doing the right thing being space cops? Should we be mind controlling people? Should we be doing these things? Doesn't it seem kind of, you know, like uh, you could do a lot of different things with that. But I I also think, you know, it could be a good coming of age. I don't I think I think the world demands that Star Trek be a little more gray now than black and white. You Mm -hmm. could do a very much a very white hat version of this. And it's just, you know, he's learning from a good guy and he's learning how to be good and all that stuff. Maybe he is a troubled Padawan like Anakin. And you can see a Padawan that uh, doesn't fall to the dark side. Maybe he's got rage issues just like Anakin did and we follow a kid that's complex and he's dealing with a bunch of shit and his mentor is somebody who's calm and good and sees the good in him and it's all about that. So you can have mm-hmm. some fabulously gray things in there but still have laser sword fights and I think that mm. would be exciting. And I think the Sith as a rising – I see I see the Sith best as a hidden rising thing Um maybe, you know, because you can toy with it a little bit. Maybe the Sith are, you know, the Republicans out there and the Sith are out there. Well, and they're both vying was, for control of the galaxy's was, dominance, you know.
1: It was Darth Bane. Don't quote me, anybody that knows this stuff. But I believe it was Darth Bane that came up with the rule of, of two. two. Right. Um, And so you could go... Before that, and that it's an army, and they're yeah, all you a, know, and you can.
0: Well, they have a thousand ships on their home world that are just waiting to be turned on and sent off.
1: That's my yeah. Opinion. There's there's a few things like like yeah. It's my it's like, again. Opinion. I don't think it's a bad movie, but there are a lot of well, of the Skywalker that, joke th- that needs to be explained a little better,
0: and that yeah, I I just think hmm. it would be interesting to take young man. And, uh, you know, like, let's be honest, Obi-Wan is supposed to be what a Padawan, almost a master, is supposed to be, and that's only lightly dealt with. And Anakin, throughout the Clone Wars, has so much baggage, and the Clone Wars drives the plot, right? I would like to see someone where it's not an active all-out war, where he's suddenly in charge, you know what I mean? Like Anakin also suddenly becomes has a Padawan himself in Clone Wars, the cartoon, very quick and early, and that is supposed to help or whatever. I don't want to see that. I want to see earlier than that. I want to see before he talks about sand, Anakin. You know. (laughs) That's I mean, I wanna see I wanna see a Padawan who's like maybe just left the Jedi Temple and is being posted. And struggling. Maybe this is a Padawan who had trouble at the temple and is seen as being a hothead and being seen as someone who has dark thoughts all around him. And he's placed with this Jedi master and he does not get along with them very well. Mm -hmm. All that fun stuff. It's a very basic thing, though. I want to see High Republic Jedi shit. I want to see Jedis with the Jedi Order. I really, I want to see High Republic big time. I I want to just see that where the world... Where the universe isn't at war, the universe is just—it has the 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 thin layer of calm placed on. I mean, because even in the Republic, it always feels like there's churn. Because I would like to see. It's not a, a like, centralized government. It's not one people. It's a billion. Wor- you know, it's like thousands of worlds. Everyone vying on that world for their own survival. So yeah. it's just filled and- with conflict everywhere. And I think visually you start making it kind of like
1: you're going back what maybe let's say like a thousand years or something. Mm-hmm. You're obviously gonna have different technology or different things visually. It's gonna be cleaner, I would assume. I would I would want it to be a cleaner society because it's newer and fresh and obviously high republic, high art, high renaissance, whatever. Yeah. I would think why not go with like the visual um setup like what Thor um. Uh, I can't think of the name of the the Lost World planet. No, the planet Asgard? Of Thor. Asgard. Asgard. Damn! I like. Jeez, what's wrong that with us? Did, I...
0: <laughs> hey guys, there's what? a gas leak in here. There's a gas leak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the way that uh, Asgard was portrayed technologically, where yeah. everything was very regal and clean. Well, and... it's like Naboo. Very
0: Naboo. Yeah. But,
1: uh, but I I would, say, I would say even more primitive I f- looking.
0: I see. But still elegant. Yeah. I think the thing is, though, is Star Wars, it's supposedly this space travel and all this bullshit's been around for a thousand years. The lightsaber's been around. For Probably even years. more. Yeah. Blasters have been around for a long fucking time. I think uh, that whole thing with Naboo when they said is it's supposed to be everything was more prettier because it was supposed to be a more civilized time before the empire takes over. So yes, I think mm. there's great to have those elements, but then I, what I would also like to see is this raging class warfare. Okay. If, if okay. you want to, if you want to start painting in gray and you want to get, if you want to bring in those things that people like to watch now and that make you think and stuff like that. Very, very watchman of it, but let's bring yeah. in class warfare. Let's have this thing where he's with this Jedi and the Jedi are walking around, but they're only with well-to-do suburbs. And there's mm-hmm. always a fucking slum. And there's always this this uh, seedy underbelly where the real shit of the galaxy is going on. There's always refugees from some place. There's always something like that. There's always a have and have nots. And this Jedi struggling. Maybe he's from... Maybe he's from... A, a, he might be human. He'll probably be human. He's a human, but uh, he comes from a colony or some fucking refugee type, you know, area, right? So he's got a problem start to begin with, but the the Jedi found him and they they've made him a thing and he's but he's always struggling with the fact that he's from a different community and it wears that on him, you know. It'd be great okay. if you made him an it'd be great if they could make him an alien, you know. Where everyone looked at that alien and were like, "Oh, that's just refugee scum," but he's forced, mm-hmm. him, but he's now he's wearing Jedi robes, but he's walking around. There you get he oh, He'd, race nev- and he'd never
1: get in here if he wasn't a Jedi. a Jedi.
0: Exactly. You could paint that. You could paint that picture really well. So there you go. Do you have any more? Because that's I, it for me.
1: I definitely have one, um, and then I think the one that I have can at least go into a small discussion on what we would predict to happen with. Okay. Mandalorian. Um, the one I would like is I would say we cast Sebastian Stan as a young yet old, depending on your point of view, uh, version of Luke Skywalker that takes place around the same time frame as the Mandalorian is taking place. And
0: Oh, the Jedi Academy. Right, maybe
1: do the Jedi Academy. uh, Maybe some soul searching before building the Jedi Academy. Uh, He obviously does make an academy at a certain time, so maybe, um, maybe this is the recruitment. Ben Solo, you could, do whatever you want. You could have all that, you know.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. In the in the novels, there was that that great sort of book of him recruiting people. Him learning that sort of force reflex—that if he reached out in a certain way, people who were force sensitive would reflexively push back on him—and he would do that to people and all that other stuff. Uh, That's a great one. Um, You could bring
1: in Mara Jade. You could ask. Yeah,
0: but then you're what you're asking for. There is the extended universe to be shunted back into uh, the Disney. Well, it's kind of slowly.
1: Some things have come back. I mean, but not in the. It, no, no. In in um, uh, the Grand Admiral Thrawn is a fact factored oh, in the, into in rebels, the, yeah. and it's like they did. They bring him back the exact same way. No, but I think I think you could put a place for Mara
0: I, and have her. I, I think though, Grand Admiral Thrawn is a is a not an Easter egg. It's a fan appeasement. It's a fan of sure because they're just using his name and look and nothing else about him.
1: Oh, no, he's drawn. He's like he's in. I mean,
0: but he doesn't have it's not the same storyline is what I'm saying. Oh, no, it's
1: not the storyline. It's him. But that's my point is. So you make your own new storyline with a new Mara.
0: I mean, but then where did Mara go? People will be. I think the Skywalkers are persona non grata. You don't talk about them. They're done now.
1: You're, I think they've had if, their
0: nine fucking movies and now they're done. So I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't touch Skywalkers with a with a 10-foot pole now.
1: I would not be the least bit surprised if we see Mark Hamill pop up here somewhere. All right. I'm I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying I'm not going to be surprised. He keeps dropping hints. The internet keeps kind well, of Well, he's the things. only
0: Jedi in the in the galaxy and you've got a very Force sensitive uh Yoda Species creature that I'm sure oh. at some point he th- these these factors have to meet right yeah, yeah they have to uh, the question everyone probably is asking though the, the thing that scares me is where is the child in the sequel movies mm-hmm. right because there's not the child yeah. and this thing's supposed to live for you know thousands yeah he's of years.
1: only he's only fifty years at this yeah, point. yeah so. Uh, the uh. other thing I want to talk is like I want to see I I'm excited for Ahsoka to be back in the uh, the world. I'm excited for some of the clone troopers to be brought back. I think any of those characters have such rich things that were developed in the cartoons that. Yeah, I can't wait to see what they're going to do with them live I,
0: action wise. I, my question is, should you? Honestly,
1: I think with, honestly with Ahsoka, I think is a character that is so raw and untapped, and especially the way they end her in Clone Wars. I want more. I well, I then she more. comes
0: back in Rebels, and then the last thing you see with her in Rebels is going off to find Ezra, who's mm-hmm. fa- is in the far flung reaches of the galaxy, which is yes. a nice way of saying goodbye, Ahsoka. We will never see you again. <clears throat> um. And I don't think they ever will. I honestly do not think, look, the lightsaber at the end of season one is great and all. Did
1: they cast that? She's been cast Monty. Uh, I don't, I, I, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily
0: mean they should have. I don't know. No, well, I don't okay. think, I think, I don't think she like should, should become, I don't do honestly that. think she should become a central figure in the Mandalorian. There, I, I will say that. How about that? Well, I see, don't think I, she should. I be. don't,
1: I don't disagree with you. I I honestly like I'm you know, I'm I could sit and argue. I don't disagree with you because I don't want her brought back here. Like I don't think I think leaving Mandalorian pretty away from anything else is what's making that thing strong.
0: Right. And that's my point. Again, that's your And I agree with that is tainted with Skywalker. And that's. But I
1: want her back. I do want her back. Just not there. Yeah. Well, I don't want her there. That's that's.
0: yeah, I, my, uh, my, my thing is, is that's fine. Uh, Ashoka can be there. I don't, I don't know about making her live action. Honestly, I'm not. I
1: think it's real. Like I love Rosario Dawson. This isn't a, oh, uh, a woman of color can't be this. This is not about that. I think Rosario Dawson is a gruff. Kind of like put your head down or run into a wall kind of woman. And I, I see ahsoka as being more of a pixie like and sprightly and i don't feel like this is
0: her this is her groan this is her after she's reached out and gone after ezra this is her battle this is her scarred and battled and changed and for all we know they're going to hint at more of that relationship that you haven't seen
1: so she's not that
0: person anymore they they've Fast forwarded. She can't be a Sprite at 50 because then why the fuck? Why the fuck?
1: But that's why we like Ahsoka. If you're going to bring her in and she's not her character, then why bring her in?
0: Yeah, that's my point. Why bring her in? Because it's <laughs> another fan service. And sometimes the worst thing that happens with these things is fan service.
1: Uh-huh. Is and I agree with you. I completely yeah. agree. I I really do. I I in my heart of hearts really hope they leave any, like they're talking about all the Easter eggs. I'm like, don't, don't put too many Easter because that first season had drops. I mean, maybe drops. Yes. And it worked great
0: because we love the universe and we Mm -hmm. don't need everything interconnected because it's a giant fucking universe. They didn't even have Boba
1: Fett in there and they could have. And I had no problem with that. There was
0: was happy to not have Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I rolled my eyes and did not give two shits about Star Wars Rebels and all that other stuff. I well, didn't I care. Rebels. I, I, I didn't. Rebels. I didn't. I didn't care because I felt like it doesn't need anything. It doesn't need any of those tie-ins, and it doesn't need to make that sense to me. I. And it doesn't I make. To- I don't think it makes total sense as it is, but uh, I think Mandalorians on a whole are so fucking confusing and no one's cleaned it up and no one's made it smart and just adding more and more shit from rebels did not help that at all. I actually think that's, that's the part
1: that can be like, if we're, if we're being honest, rebels, had Mandalore in there a lot. I know I'll get yeah, we'll yeah know here. Um, uh, rebels had the Mandalorian thing That's, a lot.
0: You're not supposed to make reference to the fact that I looked at my watch uh, <laughs> in our podcast. It's a smart watch. rebels
1: Rob. rebels had the you know the the battle on Mandalore, and uh, but yeah. they are those those Mandalorians were not the Mandalorians we saw. This is the way and right. I know we're talking about that.
0: a religion based on the Mandalore. Not the, the species people. of Mandalore. Yeah. Yes, I get all that. So, but what I'm saying is what well, I guess what I'm saying is it too much again, too much trying to draw this in and sew this up makes it mm-hmm. harder for people like my wife to understand and get into it. And sure. and I don't necessarily think this needs to I don't like it when I have to go and read back issues to understand what's going on. I, Aussie, should, be I, I if, should be able to go in. I should be able to go in. If it
1: makes me want to go. Like I don't think you have to. I think I think there's nothing about Mandalorian that like Jenny. Jenny's a good example. I watched Mandalorian with Jenny. She had never seen any of the prequels and only got halfway through Empire. She didn't know anything about anything and enjoyed the show as it is on its own.
0: Cuz it's a western.
1: I think be, and that's my point and, and again why you and I probably agree that let's don't start bringing in all these other things if you can put hints and clues of other things that make you interested about those stuff great but don't make those focal points
0: yeah don't, that's don't see again we go back to why the fuck are they putting Ashoka in <laughs> right I, I don't know I don't know and when they announced that, I again was like, Yay!
1: and then I was like whoa
0: yeah, because again, I you. you're we are talking about the reason for the success, and now we are talking about how it looks like they're about to drive straight into what we say you maybe shouldn't do, which is tie everything fucking in together in a nice little bow mm-hmm. to make those cartoons and all that I, other stuff. And, and I don't the other think thing I'm
1: kind of like not liking is they're 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 going okay, and now we're going to do a Lando show, and now we're going to do a solo show, and now we're going to. It's like you guys are you're not learning from the mistakes. You're not learning no, from the dude,
0: mistakes because they're using the Marvel model. They're using the Marvel model is what they're but, really doing. But
1: Marvel still figured it out. Right. Though where like there's still diversity in each individual character. need I so, remind
0: you that Lucas never figured it out.
1: No. And
0: <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, Oh, yeah. we got
1: a cash cow with Mandalorian. Let's just shove everything into Mandalorian and they're going to kill it. Yeah. They're Cause they're going to kill
0: it. Cause they're a TV network and that's exactly what, mm. TV and movie studios do. They kill things by deciding. And Marvel is strange that they were able to do it. Uh, on the other hand, you have Warner Brothers. Wow, we made I, a lot heard, of money with Batman.
1: So this is let's the greatest.
0: this is, fucking screw everything. This is
1: my favorite okay, like um I was listening to my brother, my brother and me and they were talking about the Snyder cut and I loved I love their take on the Snyder cut. They they were like, yeah, the guy whose most successful movie, or whose most critically successful movie, was Day of the Dead, I believe, or Dawn of the, one of the mm-hmm. he did a, a zombie movie. Yeah, that was his most critical success. Hasn't had any critical success since then, and
0: and suddenly we think that that he's a better person. Than the, Joss Whedon, the, the Joss, the,
1: the Joss Whedon cut, uh, and they're, they're going. I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah," the and Joss Whedon, who does terrible movies and terrible <laughs> TV shows, yeah. that this guy's going to come in and fix it with three more hours of something. And, yeah, like I'm hopeful it's good, but I'm also like, you guys hated Batman versus Superman. Why do you think this is going to be better? I don't. Right. I, yeah, don't I don't understand
0: logic. it. Well, you know what it is? Is it's. It's letting it's letting nerds who got served a pile of shit like to me Joss Whedon's only shit movie is that movie <laughs> Dawn of Justice right mm-hmm. it's the or it's the it's the Justice, League. It's Justice just League Justice League it's the shittiest fucking movie Joss Whedon's done and so they're like well it has to be uh, you know it, it can't be the source material I hate, I hate can't blaming be the, him because uh, it's yeah, like that's he, what I mean he, 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 he it's didn't do anything. He, he he didn't even them. film 90% of it. It's not like he went I, back and reshot the fucking thing.
1: I, like, I, I don't know about, like, is there hate for Joss Whedon? Sure. I'm not getting into any of that because I don't know that. Yeah. But to blame the movie's downfall right. on Joss Whedon is no, unfair.
0: No, it's fucking broken from the start. But nerds were mad that it didn't fucking do what they wanted it to do. And, you know, nerds are mad about Star Wars. <laughs> Because it wasn't well, the movie they wanted. Having so. said
1: that, I am going to watch this Justice League, and I am kind of excited for it. But
0: oh my god, it is not going to fulfill anything for you, um, Rob. Yes, uh, we need to wrap this up. Yes, uh, let's not wrap just this up. because I got a text from my daughter on my smartwatch, but because it's time. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, what, 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 what do you think? Who who? Uh, what do you what do you think here? What, what's the I strongest think one actually,
1: in here? Honestly, I do think the Muss Isley is the most unique take, like of, of all of ours that that yeah. I was expecting. I think Muss Isley is probably the most unique. And now, so which do you like the
0: in- the anthology or the "It's Always Sunny on Muss Eisley"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's really hard because I think it's Always Sunny on Muss Isley, the best title ever. Uh, but you won. I. Yeah, I will give you the win.
0: <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, if I'm the winner, that means you're the loser again. And that means that you have to sign off this episode, and we do this every single episode, where uh, Rob the Loser, usually Rob the Loser, <laughs> uh, says our sign-off, our catchphrase. Um, gosh. Uh, the the Probably the biggest thrill for me is when our catchphrase was carved into a sacred Indian burial ground uh, by the United States I, government in 1945. And that was, I, I think, really... As a you white did man, like the pinnacle. Trump
1: say it in his yeah. pep rally. Yesterday. No. Uh,
0: yeah. As a matter of fact, I, it was announced just yesterday that our catchphrase will be printed on red hats and worn <laughs> everywhere he goes. <laughs> I'm going to double down on the evil of this fucking joke. Uh, so let's hear it, Rob. What's our catchphrase that's been going strong since the Beer Hall Pitch of
1: 1933? That's <laughs> what <laughs> they caught me off. <laughs> For my ally is the force and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter.